This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. Consider the lowly comma among the puniest of punctuation. Just a little curvy mark down there, not much to look at. So, What's the difference between these two phrases? Let's eat, comma, granny, and let's eat granny. Yeah, it's basically the difference between life and death. So if you think grammar is something you only need in school, you're about to be flabbergasted. Yeah, you can Google that. So what's the big deal with commas? Well, in 2017, Oakhurst Dairy, a company from the state of Maine, literally lost millions of bucks because of a misplaced comma. The situation was rather trivial. Truck drivers working for the company claimed they were owed overtime payment, while the company itself disagreed. Both sides appealed to the state labor laws, which said anyone who worked more than 40 hours a week was entitled to one and a half times their usual pay rate. That is, with some exceptions, which were exactly why the argument began in the first place. You see, according to the law, the exemptions were the following, and it's a direct quote. The canning, processing, preserving, freezing, drying, marketing, storing, packing for shipment or distribution of 1. Agricultural produce, 2. Meat and fish produce, and 3. Perishable foods. Dairy products are absolutely considered perishable foods. Okay, that means truck drivers are exempt from the overtime pay, doesn't it? Since they distribute such foods? Well, it's not that simple. Take a closer look at the first sentence. It says, quote, storing, packing for shipment or distribution. Notice the comment before or. Right, you don't, because it's not there. And that means it's all a single clause. Now, this requires a bit of explanation. The Oxford comma is normally put before and or or in sentences where there are three or more items listed one after another. And trust me, it can make a huge difference. Let's take a simple, albeit not-so-awkward example. During my travels, I met Elon Musk, a witch, and a cyborg. And now compare it with this. During my travels, I met Elon Musk, a witch, and a cyborg. Uh-huh. You see, in the first case, the succession is easily tracked. First I met Elon Musk, then a witch, and after that a cyborg. Quite a motley crew, to be sure, but not too weird to be true. In the second case, though, the lack of an Oxford comma before and implies that Elon Musk is both a witch and a cyborg. Well, given his genius, I wouldn't be too surprised if he wasn't human, but this is a little bit too much, don't you agree? 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That said, let's get back to the case in question. Like I said earlier, the packing for shipment or distribution part of the sentence also lacks an Oxford comma, which makes it all a single activity. And truck drivers hang on to this notion. What they said was, we distribute the goods, but we don't pack them. And if they don't, that makes them not exempt from the overtime pay. The company disagreed with this, and the case was taken to court. And what do you think was the result? That's right, the drivers won. The judge decided that if the comma wasn't in place, it indeed meant that packing goods and distributing them was considered a whole. And since drivers weren't involved in packing, the overtime payments were due. Thus, according to the court's decision, each of the five truck drivers that filed the complaint received $50,000, and the rest of them, that's about 127 people, were owed overtime pay for four years. All in all, that made for over 5 million bucks paid from Oakhurst Dairy's pocket. Later, Maine edited the law to avoid such ambiguity, but it was already too late for the company. Punctuation matters, folks. And this isn't the only case where a seemingly tiny mistake cost millions of dollars. Here are just a few of many examples that grammar rules the world. Number 1. Fruits and Plants, 1872 One of the first times when punctuation mattered way too much was when the U.S. government put a comma instead of a hyphen in the U.S. Tariff Act. By writing fruits, plants instead of fruits, hyphen plants, the government basically waived fees for all plants instead of only fruit-bearing ones. To say that farmers were elated is the understatement of the century. Just think about it. All of a sudden, they didn't have to pay taxes for anything they grew on their land and sold. It took almost two years to amend the act. And during that time, the losses were about $2 million, which today amounts to more than $50 million. Number 2. Son & Sons, 2015 Not convinced yet? Well, here's a case where not a comma but a single letter caused a lot of trouble. In 2015, a British family business called Taylor & Sons was listed by the government as facing liquidation. Sad, of course, but a standard procedure nonetheless. Well, it would have been if not for a mistake in the listings. What the government actually meant was Taylor & Son, a different company altogether. When they realized the mistake, though, it was already too late. A century-old company with no financial troubles went bankrupt overnight. That wasn't the end of it, however, because later Taylor & Sons took the British government to court and won the case, earning 9 million pounds as compensation. And justice was served. Number 3. The most expensive typo in history, 1962. This grand title goes to a small error in the guidance system of Mariner 1, a probe made by NASA to collect data from Venus. The typo was so tiny that it's no real surprise no one noticed it at first. The thing is, the algorithm lacked a hyphen. But no matter how small, every symbol counts when precise technology is at stake. This case was no exception. 
1962, the missing hyphen sent the rocket bearing the probe off course and onto a dramatic crash in the Atlantic Ocean. By today's terms, the cost of this mistaken algorithm was about $150 million, but the reputational damage was infinitely larger. NASA lost a huge amount of trust, and the world only saw pictures of Venus much later. Ah, that public opinion, so volatile. Number 4. Exotic Travels Gone Rogue, 1988 Yellow Pages was really useful back in the pre-internet era, but it seems it was equally nasty in some aspects. In 1988, a travel agency from California decided to list its exotic travel packages in the directory as an advertisement. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What do you think could have been the worst-case scenario involving a typo? If you guessed that it was in the word exotic, you would be right. Yellow Pages printed it as erotic travels. Definitely not the kind I'd call for openly. And the agency's clientele thought the same. It lost 80% of its clients when Yellow Pages refused to correct the mistake. It was, perhaps, the most expensive prank in the directory's history, though. The travel agency went on to sue it for gross misconduct and won $10 million. I hope it managed to bring back the exotic travel package after that. Although these days, well, never mind. Number 5. The Missing P, 2007. Boy, does this remind me of a joke in middle school. Anyway, let's get back to the typos. When you misspell someone's name, it can be awkward. But when you misspell a name that can cost you half a million, it's downright frustrating. An unfortunate seller on eBay learned this lesson the hard way. He put a bottle of 1852 Alsop's Arctic Ale on sale, a valuable antique. However, he made a typo and listed it as Alsop's Arctic Ale with only one P, leaving it largely unnoticed by connoisseurs. As a result, one bidder bought it from him for $304 and immediately posted it back on eBay, this time with no mistakes. After over 150 bids, the bottle was sold for just over a half million dollars. Jackpot! <laughs> or should I say, beer pot? <laughs>